We got a fast break, line up this bound to shake your spines up. Reflect the light on the latest in sports, keep your blinds up. Hilarious swag is what you get in transition, like the truth when your man spitting. Man, listen, feels a man on the wing, mostly known for shots fired. On the other end, he'll lock you down like you got priors. PMO be the one setting the pitch, back you down with the bigger picture. Words in the Holy Scripture, need a fifth to stir the pot and add to the mixture. It's franchise, baby, pick it up. Yo, we need a fifth. We can get this mother loving show. Welcome world, this is We Need a Fifth This is your man Mo Got my man P in the building What up? Got my man Hill on the jack Remote on the slopes Want to try something different today With the NBA Want to do a a team spotlight Want to talk about the Utah Jazz Right now they're I believe third in the west In the league Oh Third in the league, excuse me. <laughs> I don't think that matters. Why are they under everybody's radar? Nobody's talking about the Jazz. For They're corny? For one? Wow. Wow. Okay. wow. Just, just going to get right to the point right there, huh? They, they always have been. I mean, they, they always have. They have no stars. They have very good players. And it's a boring city. Sorry, Utah. Yeah, I think a lot of it is the lo- location. It, it, it's it's I, I saw them like a couple of games this week. They're really good. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you they're the most exciting team in the world, but they're really good. But they play like good basketball. I just think they don't have like an out. Mitch Donovan Mitchell's an all star, obviously, really good player, but he's not. I don't know box office. I guess. And, and I mean, he's given us box office performances before, though. I mean, in in, in, in in the playoffs, and he he's wow. giving us the numbers. Um, how come we're not talking about him like we're talking about a Luca? I mean, he's taking his team further than Luca has because I, I feel like Luca had a build up where Donovan Mitchell came out of Louisville. No one really cared. I, I really I really think it's like a like a build up type of thing where you know the hype. Luca was hyped before he came in the league. If Donovan Mitchell never became an All Star, no one would even notice. You know what I mean? He already he's already surpassed expectations. No, no, I mean, and and I know I, I agree. Utah should be valued more. Uh the talk show should talk about Utah more than they talk about the Lakers, but let's be honest, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> right? It's just not. Yeah, and geographic oblivion too. I, I I'm on the premise that if you were to put Melo coming out of college I mean, I follow Melo. It's like, it's just Utah. Like, it's really hard to watch. And the way that they play the game, too, plays a part into it, too. It's just their system is still ran freely through, like, I know he's the he's the focal point when he needs a bucket, but it's not pretty much him. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it's it's not... What do you a, mean? Is is actual team basketball? It's not one on one. I mean, uh, yeah, but that's the reason, right? But I mean, that's and 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 it's weird too because the ball actually touches his hand a lot of times through each possession, but it's still not enough to garner him superstar stardom publicity. It's it's weird. I can't say like he doesn't. He pretty much touches the ball on every play, but the ball does move a lot. Yeah, I I, I feel like the offense is pretty much average as far as what all the other teams run you know what i mean you move the ball around until you get the best three-point shot this what is, what if i told you they they're number one in the league in field goal percentage yeah they, they take like i said they they're like most of the other teams it's just they have better personnel what if i told you they are second in the league in in point scored i would believe it because i believe in because, it because snyder deserves a lot of credit but still and and you know I said this last year. I felt he should have been in the, Donovan Mitchell should be at least in the running for MVP. As as they tell me, the best player on the best team, you pretty much have to be a top five candidate for MVP. He was nowhere to be found. And, and you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like there's no hope. Yeah, you have an all-star, you have a uh a, a another all-star center, you have a probably the best bench in the league. I don't know what else they could do. Yeah, and and I think it's just a, a Utah bias that hey, they're Utah and people don't particularly gravitate or look at Utah as a, a basketball state or or basketball 
bastion because like some of the reasons that you guys are mentioning like hey how they move how like hill said how they move the ball and it's not really there's no real focal point in their office but they're like 22nd in the league in assists i feel they pretty much in my the way i'm looking at them the same offense as golden state it's just mm-hmm. that Steph might break off a little bit more because he's Steph or he's, you know, but their offense isn't irregular to the NBA, what the and, other teams in the NBA are doing. And see, my thing is, I don't think they run a similar offense to the Golden State. I, I think the ball sticks a lot more with them. Like, hey, they'll move it around, but it's like they're moving it around to get to a one-on-one matchup. You know what I mean? Whereas Golden State hey, is moving the ball around, but you're also getting down screens, screens away from the ball, so that there's other act. I'm not seeing that in Utah. I, I'm seeing like a whole bunch of, yeah, you pass the ball around, but it's passing the ball around to get to a one-on-one matchup yeah. of some kind. Oh, no, Mo, they whip it, Mo. Yeah. They whip it. I, yeah. they, they whip it. But, but they shooting a lot of threes, actually. But they're 22nd in the league in assists, huh? I can't even explain it. It's weird. It's weird. And, and, and that's why I'm like, yeah. yo, I hear what y'all saying, and, but yeah, it, numbers don't prove Honestly, that I feel like they have the best of, the, of both worlds. Mm. You know, they could play that Detroit Pistons circa, what, 2005, 2000, 2006 team basketball, but then you have Donovan Mitchell and Clarkson who could just, you just got ISO and they could get you a bucket at any time. At least get a shot up at any time. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I just think it's marketing. You know what I mean? Like they don't, they're not marketed as like a sexy team or what, what have you. It is what it is. What about Hill's favorite player, Rudy Gobert? Does he is he undervalued, or is there something more that he has to do to get to that next level where we're talking? About him in the same vein as a, a, a MB Joker, even a, a, a DeAndre Ayton at this point. Offense, you won't ever get that. Yeah, his 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 offensive limits won't allow him to reach that level unless but, unless he could somehow get you twenty. Basically, if he can't get you twenty a game, they're not going to talk to him. Talk right, to him that I'm breath. I'm going to play the advocate in the sense that, like I, I said in previous shows, I believe last show was the last time I said it. I think there's a concerted effort in the NBA to get rid of the big man, the traditional center. And I think Utah is one of the teams that's has most egregious in this act in the sense that they don't look to dump it down at all. So you're saying he has the capability to be a 2010 guy. I'm saying, you know what? I don't even know because they don't even give him the ball to try. But- like, I, and I'm talking about just simple, alright, Rudy Gobert 7-2, the guy that's sticking him is 6'10". Let's mm-hmm. see if, you know what, him being taller works. You, like, I mean, no, <laughs> like no, simple yeah, basketball stuff. You know I, what I mean? I, 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 wouldn't even think, I wouldn't even think about giving him the ball down there. I wouldn't even hesitate. Yeah, I wouldn't but, even, it but, wouldn't even come past my mind to do that. But know what the thing is? He'll, you have to give him that opportunity. Because like in the Olympics, no, he, no, turned, he turned into a different player. I feel like I spoke right. about this ad nauseum already with the whole, even last night, the game with Philly and Golden State. I didn't even like, what is it, Looney? I think he's yeah. like six nine. Mm-hmm. He's the t- uh-huh. he's the tallest player on the court. They they hardly never post NBA. Yeah. So I understand that part of it. Yeah, it but it, it is again, it is what it is. Darwinism. You got to adjust or become yeah. extinct. Yeah. Like uh, Joker, uh, Joker adjusted. Got you. Got you know you. I mean? That's 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 the bottom line. I, I understand what you're saying. But it, it, you, got, you have the height advantage. Use it. But if, it, if they're not, you have to figure out a way to make yourself valuable. He it, has though. On the and this team. is just one aspect of the NBA that I'm just not rocking with. Because I'm seeing, like, and, and it's not only Utah, it's across the board. They don't just do simple, all right, we have a taller player. Let's see if he can just catch it near the basket and lay it up over the, the shorter player. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Makes man. too much sense. Uh, uh, yeah, but as for the defensive stalwart, he's there, though. I know P will grind his teeth to hear that, but he's 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 got presence there. I think they have enough offense on that team for him to be just as, as such who he is. I mean, I don't I don't see him progressing into Hakeem Elijah one. And to me, he's more of a 
a Mark Eaton who actually is there to actually block shots. And but but do, in order for Utah to be successful or to really challenge for a championship, right. do they need to evolve evolve his his role with the 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 team at the very least? Have him try to distribute from the post or something. You know what I mean? Like take it to that next level because I don't think they get to a championship or contend for yeah. a championship without evolving mm-hmm. that their paint presence. I mean, it would help. <laughs> you know I gonna say if you have a seven footer that you could dump it down to and score, <laughs> yeah, of course mm-hmm. that that would help. But I just I from what we've seen, uh, they're not going to do it, and we don't even know he's capable of being that guy, and we probably will never know. Right, and choking wouldn't and choking wouldn't help. Utah either when they get to the players. That's just their MO. Yeah, and that, that, that's the thing I was throwing out in the group chat too. Like, I feel like they have the best bench and that's why they have the, these great regular season runs. Mm. I mean, they have like a like Clarkson, uh, Rudy, they added Rudy Gay. I think Ingles actually comes off the bench. Like, and now they have Whiteside. White I mean, they have like a, like, to me, I think they have the best bench in the, le- in the league. Um, but in the playoffs, when you shorten that rotation, it kind of doesn't matter as much. And I think that's sometimes why they fall short. I, I, I don't know. I think I still take Golden State and Phoenix as the bench. Bench? Benches over them. Phoenix bench, besides Johnson and the guy that dances with Westbrook back in the day. Payne. <laughs> I don't know what you really. I mean, Hey, their bench has been showing up. I mean, you don't get the second best record in the league with just the starters, and, and one of your starters is gone. Yeah. He he hasn't been playing for majority of the season. Yeah, I mean it's fair. I I think I still think Utah has a better bench, but yeah, to to me Phoenix is like too deep. Unless I'm missing somebody, like I mean off the bench. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They play well. Those two guys play very well, but it's two guys <laughs> off the bench. Hell, play a spotlight. We we chose Steph Curry for today's show. We thought that the, the record would be broken this time. It, it hasn't been. What a, right. what a bum. <laughs> last night as last night he played in Philly. Has he changed the game? And and and, and how do we evaluate him with you know the marksman? of NBA history, like, hey, the Reggie Millers, the Ray Allens, of course. Hey, you can even go into the Craig Hodges, stuff like that. How do we rank him as a shooter amongst those? I know where I have ranked. I mean, changing the game is, changing the game is yes, absolutely, without question. Sharpshooter is, this is the tough question. One, he's the best to ever do it. I mean, one, the best, <laughs> the, the, the best to ever do it. Bar none isn't close. I mean, we we stated this when we first was formulating a podcast, and it was we played basketball when we were younger, and to an extent, non-traditional and traditional, we had fun with shooting from deep, but anything past half court is where you're you're actually sticking this guy. That was an immediate yank and possibly lapped for the entire team if you're doing that. Now it's it's commonplace in middle schools, high schools. I mean, this is now people are actually saying that oh, a kid has range. No, that that was a horrible shot. I mean, a horrible shot. <laughs> and now it's become the norm. So I mean, I don't I, changing the game might be underselling stuff. It might have. He might actually shaped it or recreated it now. So, yeah, Steph is transcending. Now, I know a lot of people want to compare errors and say, hey, you know, if certain people mm-hmm. had been around in this era, mm-hmm. um, they might have shot the ball better, especially if they had a three-point line. I'm talking about mm-hmm. like the 60s, 70s. Mm-hmm. Do we get that feeling with Steph? Like, hey, if, you know, Larry Bird, for example, had been playing in this era, had the benefit of no hand checking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Would he have been able to put up similar numbers as Steph? Absolutely. I mean, Larry was a hell of a shooter. I mean, top three, I would say top three shooters in my book. Um, I don't see why not. The numbers of Steph, see, Steph has the ability to put it on the ground, which makes it 
a little bit different than Larry. So I think he would have surpassed Larry. Larry numbers would have been, you know, much better than they were from him shooting then. And I mean, I hear people like, like Murphy used to say, Calvin Murphy used to say, well, he hung around the three point line quite a bit during this time. I mean, I don't see that from the highlights that I saw at Calvin Murphy with, you know. So, I Yo, mean, there, there isn't a show where you just. Give it yeah, to no, someone. Well, yeah, because <laughs> Calvin Murphy. what did Calvin Murphy do to you? I mean, because Calvin Murphy was saying that you know during those times he used to take jump shots um, back then, which was to be in the three point line, and so he would have a lot of records. Then, well, to me in that case, since it didn't exist, it was a low percentage shot. It's pretty stupid then. Yeah, if you can go in closer, if it, if it counted as much as a layup did or a closer two point shot, it's no sense of making a long range or taking a long range shot like that unless of his height and of his lack of talent to get a better shot. Yeah, I don't think Calvin Murphy's even in the discussion. I, 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 I don't like his. I mean, I'm, I'm maybe he did. I don't remember him. I don't know. He has like no like you could tell the history of the game without Calvin Murphy being involved. Put it that way. Yeah, you um, know, a lot of people do. A lot of people do. Though. Yeah, you, you just yeah, it's the first time I've even thought of him like in like yeah. ten years. But um, mm-hmm. no, no disrespect. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's, it's, it's reality, though. But I think as far as, like, Bird, I mean, the percentages are the percentages, though. Like, I think Bird would have more threes. Reggie Miller, Ray Allen, all these guys would have more. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like like Hill was saying before, like, Steph, these shots in the 80s were horrible shots. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like, you cross, you barely cross half court and you pull. What are you doing? Yeah. You know, but... His percentages tell me like he, it doesn't matter whatever he would be in. And I know for me, and I know, hell, you just alluded to it. For me, what ch- changed the game for me with Steph is the way he put, puts the ball on the floor and can get his shot off, off the dribble. I don't think we've ever seen a marksman like that. Maybe the closest is Bird. You know what I mean? Because Miller and Ray Allen. They were mostly getting that off of catching shoots. You know what I mean? I would go, and they're not good as shooters as Curry. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like go there. Mm-hmm. But, and they didn't, it, it, they only had maybe two to three year runs. I would say mm-hmm. Mark Price and Mark Mart Abdul Raouf, where they could handle and pull for three, but, they just, but they just, they didn't have the longevity. And, 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 right. And, and maybe, I, yeah. I think which is also plays a part is that. Steph is a student in the game as well, too. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, he, y'all guys still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We agree. We agree. <laughs> Go ahead. We, 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 we thought you had more after student in the game. That, that's what we. <laughs> Wait, you know what? You can hear us? That sounds like a no. Okay. Well, just to further his point, I guess, yeah, Steph is a student of the game, grew up in, you know, grew up in the NBA, so, yeah. For me, like I said, I haven't seen a player like him that can take it off the dribble and, and get his shot off, and, and especially the speed in which he's able to get his shot off. Yeah, I, yeah, just to, to, you know, piggybacking what you both are saying, like, he's, he's as good of a shooter as Reggie Miller and Bird, if not better. But on top of that, he has a handle. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, imagine Allen Iverson with Reggie Miller's shooting skill or Larry Bird's shooting, you know, shooting prowess. Like, it's, I mean, we're seeing it. Mm-hmm. You actually don't have to imagine. You know what I mean? It's in Golden State. And a student in the game. You know what I mean? Like, he, mm-hmm. the, he, he, he pays homage by just his movements. I mean, he, I mean, the way he, plays without the ball once he hands it off is that of Reggie Miller or Ray Allen just getting loose you know what I mean and, and running through screens and the ball the, the play has never stopped with Steph it's just nah, you it, know he's, he's the best of both worlds yeah that's the best way you could put it like Reggie Miller is not supposed to have Isaiah Thomas handle yeah right <laughs> yeah, like, yeah there you like, go just a, a side bit read an interesting article with Ray Allen on MSN where he was like, hey, people should stop trying to compare Steph to me. 
because Steph is on a totally different level. If anything, you compare me to Clay. Like, hey, me and Clay's games are more similar in the sense that, hey, we got a, a lot of our threes off of, hey, catching shoots, um, getting off of screens and stuff like that. Hey, we, we're, me and Clay are more si- similar to Reggie Miller and that, honestly, there hasn't been a player like Steph, you know? Yeah. Because of and that's handle. humbling too, and that's humbling for Ray because actually I would say Reggie and Clay pretty much more similar. I actually got Jesus having better handled than yeah, both of those. Oh yeah, that's what I was supposed to say. Like the Ray Allen, Clay Thompson, uh, the Boston Celtic Ray Allen, yeah. But Milwaukee Bucks, Seattle, I feel like he could get it off the bounce. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know, Clay Mike, he can, but I guess it's the team that he's on. He doesn't need to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's on those things. I don't want to uh, pigeonhole him and say he can't do it, but he just doesn't mm-hmm. need to. You know, yeah. How much long do we think it's going to take Curry to get that record? Oh, he's going to do it in front of two Reggie. more games. In the yeah, end. two more games. Oh no, no, no. What, what, what is that? Like six? I think he's yeah, like yeah. six or seven. Yeah, right? I, I think I, he's at. I think he does it in front of six. Reggie Miller in yeah. Indiana next game. Oh, you got to make it ten. Hmm? He would need ten. No, I thought he hit some last night. So he's. I think he needs six more. Yeah, I think he needed ten coming into last night. Right. I don't think he hit any last. No way. I think I think he went 0 for last night. If he didn't hit any threes, okay, it'll be in the garden. <laughs> if that's the case. I, I thought he hit a couple. I think I don't think he hit any. Um, Which would be special. Either place would be special. Yeah, if he does it in the inner with Reggie present or he does it in the garden. So either way it's gonna be like historical, you know. He had like three chances. You do it in Philly against your brother, <laughs> you do it in Indiana, Reggie present or you do it in the garden so um did did either of you catch the game last night with yeah with philly and yeah what's your thoughts on um philly's defense on him uh Bible. he he's you know I always you know question when these all defensive teams come out and these guys get credit Bible plays d he's good at it it's like he's, he's one of the few that i, I agree with the the basketball community that he's him, Gary Payton, I believe the second, these dudes really do play defense. It's not just reputation. They go out there and really prove it, show and prove. What better way they do it against Steph last night? Like, you know, if you could hold him to 19, then you're doing something. Any I saw him put eleven up on Philly at one point. Mm-hmm. So well actually not eleven it was nine and two didn't really count through one in the air. It was so pretty much nine he threw up on them before. Mm-hmm. Bible. I'll pass. I think the kid is just pressing these last six games. Uh, Golden State's going to go on a super run once he puts this uh, three-point thing behind him. So I think he's pressing these last couple games to get this thing over with. And he's he's been looking pretty bad, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, they they say the last couple of games he's been shooting um worse percentage than Russell Westbrook. Yeah, he's been. I mean, pressing and get out. It's it's been ugly out there. So I can't wait for him to get past this because they play much better when. He's just free and 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 just operating the way Steph usually does. I, I it's just it's, it's holding over him right now, which is crazy because it's just something to be proud of. Yeah, it's a sidebar. Yeah, Philly just it is ugly to watch to me at this uh-huh. point. <laughs> they just are. Now speaking of Philly, um, there's a couple of stories out there that the trade rumors for Ben Simmons are starting to heat heat back up. Looks like Trailblazers, they're trying to get another team involved. I, I hear San Antonio might be involved. There's even talk out there, possibly a Kyrie for Ben Simmons. Do we think that's that's something that could be viable? Yes. Well, if you're Philly, I don't understand what you, what's the problem. Pull the trigger. <laughs> if you're Brooklyn, you take that. Brooklyn, and at this point, if you're Brooklyn, you take it because he's not even playing. Nah, I probably wait from Brooklyn. I'm good. Yeah. On, I'm, I'm so good on Ben. <laughs> There's nothing there. There's nothing there. And I'm cool with that. Oh man, <laughs> I'm so, I, I, I saw the playoffs the past two years. I don't know. And know what? This week I saw some highlights and, and caught a little bit of the game on YouTube. Cavaliers played Sacramento. Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, that's going to be a problem in the future. They can keep them healthy. Yeah. 
Like, so you're overlooking Garland and Sexton. Oh, I, I mean, Gar- Garland looked all right. Sexton wasn't there. Uh, he's still out. Right, Sexton's hurt. Yeah, he's still out. But, yeah. I mean. Uh, Ricky Rubio I, looked great. And, and we Kevin, spoke about that backcourt. It's, it's a good backcourt. All right, Hill. Um, uh, I, I, I'll pass. Vanderbilt's on Garland. Garland's nice. Oh, man. <laughs> man, oh, man. Casual watches, I tell you. Casual, uh, 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 casual no, watches. But no, but Allen, I, I, you know, I saw this in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Like this isn't like a surprise to me. I just think he's getting more opportunity with a lesser team, a lesser talent, however you want to put it. But um, yeah, Jared Allen, he could ball. He could rebound. He could run the floor, run protect. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not surprising that he's doing what he's doing in Cleveland. Team. Yeah, I, I think Cleveland has a sneaky good front court out there. Him, Mobley, Usman, Mark, Marky Mark. <laughs> I love your boy Kevin Martin. Love a shot yeah hey he's giving them quality minutes off the bench and ain't complaining and he's contributing and they're winning what more can you ask any other games out there caught your eye I, did y'all catch that Heat Bulls game I missed that I, I did see Phoenix beat Boston Boston is just they're just mediocre and I know Jalen Brown wasn't playing. But I Phoenix think that's being nice at this point. But Phoenix didn't have Booker or Aiden. Yeah. So it should have, yeah. I, Boston is just, yeah. And, and, and that's why I say I, I like Phoenix's bench. Because they, they've been losing people left and right. And, yeah. and it just next man up. And know what? We're still the second best team in the, in, yeah. in the league. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, Paige and God himself, uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Dookie Blue Devil? What are you going to do with that guy for Boston, huh? Tatum? That's right. You're not a Tatum guy. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he's, a good, he's a good player, but I'm, I'm starting to wonder how far can you get with him being your best player. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, obviously, he made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, but that looks like that's as far as you could get. Yeah. He's not bad, man. Oof. But he's, he's still young. What is he, like 22, 23? At this point in his career, he's not Batman. Maybe he can grow to be Batman. Maybe he's still Bruce Wayne at this point, you know, and, and trying to go on his pilgrimage to learn how to be Batman. But he's not Batman at this point. And again, it's expectations. To me, surpa- I didn't think he was going to be this good. So wow. he's, right. he's already surpassed like expectations for me. Like, you know, I, I, I can't, I'll never call him like an underachiever or anything. Like, I didn't expect nothing out of him, to be honest. Oh, wow. I, I'm, be, I'm just well, being honest. From that standpoint, I would say touche. I, I totally agree. I mean, he's a good player, but this is okay. Wow. The expectations weren't that high. <laughs> Like, you know, oh, and cool. I know Hill didn't have <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Hill, did you catch the um Heat Bulls game? No, oh, wow. but I saw the box score. Wait, I think the Rosen didn't play, yeah, but I think Butler and Adebayo didn't play, so yeah. it's kind of yeah, yeah. Know what it felt like? It felt like y'all not ready yet. If the older brothers play little brothers, and if both brothers are. T- Uber talented. Mm-hmm. It just older brother knows a yeah. few more tricks. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and that's what I said about the Bulls. Are, like I think last episode was kind of like, yo, they're good. I just, I just don't think they've been together long enough for me to pick them over certain teams like a Milwaukee or a Miami who have that experience. Yeah, and, and, and Miami was able to hold my man Caruso in check. What six? <laughs> that's not check. That's his average. Yeah. I mean, you got some KG, you got KG vets over there. I mean, you got the Tuckers, you got the Lowrys, and just guys and stuff. But more that that sort of wears out though with with time and talent takes over soon. No, so to be fair, once the young guys get together, they'll end up beating Miami. Though. To be fair, Tucker pretty much held Giannis to nineteen in a, a game earlier this week. I, I got to give him right. his credit. I got to give him his credit. Absolutely. Well, no, I actually saw that game and. If they're going to allow him to play that way, sure. You have to give him his credit. But yeah, Tucker, yeah. absolutely. But yeah, but Tucker found out in the third quarter. Yeah, but he <laughs> it was he used up his fouls wisely then. If you hold Jonas to yeah, 19. No, absolutely. You held Jonas to 19, good defense. <laughs> absolutely. No question. No question. Jonas should have had about 22 free throws. Tucker fouled out a long time ago in the third. Maybe like maybe 10 minutes into the third quarter, Tucker fouled out. But I mean, again, it's that adage. We can't do it every play, so therefore, play on. Yeah, but in in my mind, like 
you know, like you said, we we play ball. Uh, you, right. should, you should. I think everyone should cook, Tucker. <laughs> I, I do. I, I, think, mm-hmm. I, I think that that's an automatic 25, mm-hmm. 30 points. So I, I, I so I, so I give him his credit when you don't when he doesn't. Then he does his job, I guess, because Lord knows he's giving you nothing on offense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, like I said, Kobe should have averaged 45 on Bowen. But if you're going to allow the underachiever who has more heart to say, I'm going to allow a little bit more. Yeah. We're going to like, like Bowen fouls out against Kobe in the second quarter. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, he's yeah, we, going. We're going to look that up, though. I feel like Kobe might have gave him 30 on average, though. Yeah. I'm, like, that's my whole thing. I never seen Bowen stop nobody. I don't recall him stopping. I know he's undercutting dirty plays. Kobe is still giving him the business. Like, I don't I digress. I know that uh, the Lynx and the Bucks are playing right now. Looks like mm-hmm. the Knicks are down 13 in, <laughs> but in the halftime. Unbelievable. Um, and you guys know I, I truly enjoy this part of the show when it comes to this. What's wrong with the Knicks and how do they get better? I know the answer. I, I, I think the Knicks are just being the Knicks and they're coming back to reality. Yeah, those are trick but, questions. Like, <laughs> do they get better? Can they get better? Maybe that's maybe that's the question. Can the Knicks get better? I, I they have to. I guess they just have to play like they were playing at the beginning of the year. Whatever that was, the balance attack. But I mean, the personnel. It is what it is. Oh, it's personnel. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, you can make a move. I mean, try making a move by the deadline. Yeah. You, you think they can make a move for uh, who? Who you think they can get with who they have on their roster? Like, I honestly think that they would have a legitimate chance of getting Damian Lillard if they had mm-hmm. the assets to offer for Damian Lillard. Mm. I don't think they have the assets to offer anything to Portland to say, hmm, okay, we'll give you. I don't think they have the assets to offer Portland anything for CJ McCollum at this point. <laughs> Is is Knox still there? No. Yeah, he's still there. Yeah, I think he's buried on a bench somewhere. All right, so you get Knox, Kenny Skywalker, and Quigley. That's enough to get you McCallum? Nah. No. I'll be honest. Hell, you're Portland, you do that? I'll be honest. If I'm Portland, if you're not throwing Julius Randle, we don't really have nothing to talk about. And I still might not take it, but that's that's just for me to start listening. Oh, God. Oh, God. And, and, and if I'm a Portland, like... Honestly, I don't take a, a call from New wow. Madison Square Garden. I, I, Barkley's better be calling me up. Yeah, I, th- I think McCollum is a like he, he's a good player, bro. Like or, I'm, I'm not just going to give him away. Like, or the only way I'm accepting a call from Madison Square Garden if I'm Portland is if they are in a three way with Barkley's. Like they have to have another team. They don't have enough for any, almost anybody on my squad. And don't get me wrong, if they get Damian Lillard, okay. <laughs> oh, like it, yeah. it, it'll be more fun to watch because I'm a Rock fan of Damian Lillard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they'll win two games in the playoffs yeah. instead of one. If you get to a second round, consider it a success. Guys, I, I I know you guys have been waiting for it, but they released the WNBA next season schedule. I know right. you guys were waiting for that. You guys excited? I got yeah. I got a couple of games that you might want to put on your calendar. You, you Is there any of them um, Chicago versus Gino Ariama? Right. If it's one of those, right. then wow, yes. Wow, wow, wow. wow, don't 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 get into disrespectful Candace territory. Parker, Candace Parker, hey, Candace Parker, hey, Candace Parker. Here's some games to put on your calendar, guys. WNBA May six, mm-hmm. Chicago Sky versus the Los Angeles Sparks. Put that on your calendar. That's Candace Parker going back to LA. But she's not okay. But she's not she doesn't play for LA no more. So she plays for the sky. So why would I care about the sparks? Wow. Wow. Um all right. Um well, I'm gonna go to the next game. Um May 14th. We had the Phoenix Mercury versus the Seattle Storm. That, okay. you know, in all in all fairness, Brianna Stewart, Griner, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. If you're going to watch, that's that's when you're going to watch. In May 31st, I got a double header for you guys. Oh, double header. Double tough. header. I got the Suns versus the Aces, the Connecticut Suns versus the Las Vegas Aces, and then for a nightcap, I'm gonna give you the Phoenix Mercury versus the Chicago Sky. You're welcome. 
You're welcome. I'll skip it. I'll I, skip, I don't even know what to. T- I'll skip. You're welcome. I'll skip the JV game. I'll show for the varsity game that comes. No, these yeah, for, are both varsity games, yo. I, I you please could, don't be disrespectful. You could, you could tell me about it. I'll be I, wow. at best. I'll be there for the second one. There's wow. no shot I'm there for the first one. Wow. At best, there's a good chance I'll be painting. Wow. <laughs> watching wow. the draw. Wow. And then watching the draw. Uh, the level of disrespect for quality basketball games being offered by the WNBA is really, it's at an all-time high, guys. I need you guys to get better, yo. I need you guys to get better. That's all I'm saying. Just get better. That's all. Just a little bit. Chicago Phoenix. <laughs> that's, really all, that's all I heard. NFL. We're almost, where are we at? Like 13 games in? Yeah. yeah. Almost. Toward the end of the season, got a, got a quarter of the season left. Who you got for MVP at this point? Um, surprisingly, I don't think it's Mr. COVID. I don't think it's close. Okay, I got Mr. COVID. You got Brady. I got Mr. COVID. I got Brady. I don't. I don't really see. Wow. What, what, what are we talking? Yeah, I got Mr. Rogers. I got Mr. Rogers. I got, wow. I got the guy that has the most passing yards and the most passing touchdowns. On he has what tied for the best record in the league. What? Wow. Easy enough, right? There's yeah, somebody, I got Aaron Rodgers. There's somebody else. Wow, I um, got Aaron Rodgers. I think this is a, a a a very vigorous battle for second place. Wow, wow. Um, guys, no, I'm be no, no, no Lamar. Guys, no, be, Lamar was Lamar like seven and five or something like. No, no, Kyler Murray. He has injuries hurt Kyler. Okay. Okay. injuries hurt Kyler. Put it this way: everyone you're about to name at court at the quarterback position has less mm-hmm. touchdown passes. Less passing yards and less wins. I'll <laughs> like, do uh, Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't see how. Any uh, silver medal? Okay, Aaron Rodgers. No. Like, I don't, I don't. Wow! Wow! Entertainment news: Black Panther two, Wakanda forever. Got an announcement that the. Actress that played Shuri in Black Panther, Latita Wright. Great job. She has been fired from the production. The production has been mired. They've been ha- had set- setbacks due to COVID pa- pandemic and had to push back production. I think they're going to st- finally start filming in January um, mm-hmm. so far. But during that whole process, there's been stories about her hesitancy to follow through with the vaccine mandate, questioning the efficacy of the vaccine and whether people should be taking it or not. I'm not certain what she exactly believes about the vaccine. I haven't heard her her theories on it directly. Saw some of her replies on Instagram and, and Twitter as far as stating that, hey, she had questions about the vaccine, questions about the mandates, and that's a, all I saw about her um, correspondence with the the vaccine. What do you guys think? Um, really check out. So I'm gonna tell you guys. I'm gonna speak to you guys later. All right. Okay. Say travel. Say travel. Right. Same here, guys. All right. Gotta keep it up. It looks like a hot mess. Cause all right. She wasn't obviously the star of the movie, but I think she, in, a, in her role, she played the role very well. Mm-hmm. But like the comedic, comedic presence that she had. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that that's a blow to the movie. Obviously, duh, the lead mm-hmm. character, the actual Black Panther, unfortunately, is not with us. Mm-hmm. That that's tough. When I heard there was going to be a part two, I, I, I'm not sure if I heard about that after or before his um mm-hmm. his death, but it's kind of like. In my mind, like, why? Like, I don't. It's like almost ha- having Rocky a Terminator without Sylvester Stallone on the Schwarzenegger. Like, that's the title of the movie. That's him. And the only hope I really had for a part two, if somehow you're telling me Killmonger didn't really die. Because if, if you don't have Killmonger, the black original Black Panther in the movie, and his sister, what am I really tuning in to watch now? And see, I speak as a fan of the comic books. The Green Lantern situation? I'm speaking as a fan of the comic books and the whole nine. And 
I was always of the mind, hey, I, Chadwick played the hell of a role with T'Challa. But I felt like that role could be recast. I feel like, hey, especially Oof. the way the comic books do it. I thought Mar Marvel as a company had a couple of options, a number of options on the table as far as the Black Panther story was concerned. Mm -hmm. Where they can bring back a Killmonger and ha have him assume the role of Black Panther because there's a comic book storyline where he does that. Mm -hmm. um, they can have Shuri come back and assume the role of Black Panther. Mm -hmm. They have the storyline that does that. What I was of the thought, I saw Black Panther, the first movie, loved it. One of my nitpicks about the first movie was how they portrayed Shuri. Before, well, me and our listeners, who's Shuri again? It's been a while. Shuri is the character that Latita is his sister. His oh, sister, okay. All right. Yeah, that Latita Wright plays. In the comic books, Shuri's a lot more competitive with T'Challa mm -hmm. where in the movie they made it seem like it, it, it was a clear hey big brother little sister relationship and she accepted those that paradigm in the comic book she never accepts that paradigm she always comes to the to the table saying hey I'm just as good as you T'Challa mm -hmm. matter of fact when the throne comes up for contention and T'Challa is expected to take it she's the first one to say hmm I'm gonna fight you for the throne. Yeah. Like that, that, that whole scene where they're at the waterfalls and she d raises her hand up. Mm -hmm. I really thought that she was gonna do the challenge because mm -hmm. in the comic book, that's what she does. Yeah, but the fact that she's not, well, she's been fired. Yeah, I, I, of, course it, they, it, of course they can replace I, the whole replacing thing. Just you know, it's never. Uh, it's, it's a little awkward. And, and know what? I think that. Because of, like I said, with the Black Panther storyline, you have a couple of options. And plus, the fact that Disney just purchased Fox and has the rights to the X-Men catalog and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. There are certain things that you couldn't introduce in Black Panther 1 mm -hmm. that now, because you own that catalog, you can introduce. Like, people don't realize in the Black Panther comic book, hey, T'Challa gets married to Storm from the X-Men. Mm -hmm. They become a couple. And you know what I mean? And they couldn't introduce her as a girlfriend in the first one because they didn't own the rights. And that's, I get all of that. And that's cool. But, but and just, you could change it all up. As a comic, as a, someone who follows the comic books, I, I get it. But for most people who I think most of, their, most of the fans of the movie who probably didn't, mm -hmm. they're just going to say, okay, no Chadwick. God bless. Um, no Letitia Wright. So that's, and then we don't know if they're bringing Killmonger back. I feel at this point, whatever, it's almost like they have to bring Michael B. Jordan back in some way, somehow, just to sell tickets at this point. And see, and I think you're going on the premise that, like, for example, when I when I first found out that Marvel was releasing the Avengers mm -hmm. or Iron Man, felt like all right, you're going with the Avengers because you believe in that comic book storyline. You it, a lot of stories that you could pull from, okay. and that's the strength of it. Mm -hmm. And it just so happens that you're able to get Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Helmsworth to star in it, and they became stars. Mm -hmm. I think Black Panther is that type of story where, hey, it doesn't, you have enough rich and enticing stories with Black Panther where, hey, you give it to a a, a competent actor, they're going to work the hell out of it. Uh, it's, and it's not so much no one else could play the role. I just think people love these characters in the role so much. Like Robert Downey Jr. Phil could just, you know, make his this make his price as iron man because i'm iron man mm -hmm. the fans who watch this movie know me as iron man you know what i mean of course yeah. they could have got maybe five to ten different actors to play that mm -hmm. but they people i think it would have took a hit because it's not robert downey jr it's not that they, they can't do a good job and maybe even a better job just 
people are used to what they used to. They, you know what I mean. They mm-hmm. want they want this um, uh, instant no. gratification, right? And mm-hmm. yeah, they just want this consistency with the characters, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I know the the Hulk changed like three times. You know yeah. what I mean? but, it, it, but the Hulk isn't as big as Iron Man, and maybe that's the reason. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like they had like Edward Norton, uh, Ru- what, what, Ruffalo, Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. I think they had somebody, B- Banner, Eric, ba- Eric Banner. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, you, you could do it just like the Incredible Hulk. I, so I'm not saying they can't make a Black Panther 2. I'm just saying it's a little awkward when you keep switching the main character. In this case, of course, they had no choice. But, you know, when you talk about the sister also. I, I think, like I said, I think Marvel is going to be in a unique position where they could do it. And only because of the timing. With the pandemic, plus you have the rights to Marvel to Fox's X-Men characters and stuff like that. I think you can pivot in such a way where, hey, you can introduce Storm to to the Black Panther universe and and, and go a totally different way or, you know what I mean? And I, I think the Black Panther stories that they can pull from will be rich enough or in, intriguing enough or entertaining enough to make up for that. For that lack of consistency, I, I feel like the director, producers, screenwriters—they're gonna earn their money with this one. It's, you know, yeah. it could go yeah. either way. It, I, I understand what you're saying, and I, I think they can do it. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be very difficult for people to be satisfied with, mm-hmm. you know. And plus, I think with the Black Panther, they're gonna be introducing those Marvel characters that Fox owned mm-hmm. to the Marvel universe. Like, for example, with Black Panther two. For, Wakanda forever. Rumors are they supposed to be introducing Neymar the Submariner. I don't even know who that. Is. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. And, 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 and see, that's where if you're a comic book fan, you know what I'm talking about. Like but, Neymar is is the the one of the characters that started Marvel. You said submarine. What is like Submar- aqu- Submariner. So he's like an Aquaman type thing. He, he was the first Aquaman. Like he came first and then Aquaman. Okay, came. all right. <laughs> like and. His character is so important because it leads to the Fantastic Four. It leads to other characters that, hey, his character See, would pull in. That's you another know one. I mean? They, you know, Fantastic Four switched uh, with Johnny Blake. Is it Johnny Blake? Yeah, they, they switched a whole, a whole bunch of things. Yeah, and that didn't pinch. That didn't work out too well. But part of that was with Michael B. Jordan's Fantastic Four because that's he yeah. was in Kill your boy Kill yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you know. as Johnny Blaze. But they were taking that from Marvel at the time had created a different storyline that was on a alternative Earth. So it was like multiverse type of thing, whereas the ultimate fo- storyline and yeah, I, th- that's where they pull that story from. But yeah, wasn't a big fan of that. And to be uh, to be fair to that movie from what i've heard it was totally they had a totally different movie it was almost like a Zack snyder cut type of movie as compared to what the studio allowed them to release in the theater Mm -hmm. it is like yeah so uh, just to be fair to michael b jordan yeah i don't blame him The movie was trash, but I don't, I don't blame him. Just, you see, that was out of any of those actors' control, obviously. Yeah. What's on the radar, man? Uh, radar? Uh, not really a radar. Unfortunately, this been they tell they say death comes in threes. Unfortunately, the, mm. you know, sports world was exempt from it this week. Um, you know, I just want to say a rest in peace to Herb Jones, who uh, passed away uh, this past Monday. People remember the uh, 1991 Cincinnati Bearcats that um, actually went against the Fat Five mm. in the Final Four with uh, better known, of course, his teammate Nick Van Exel. Yeah, um, he was the, I believe, the regionals' most outstanding player. Passed away this Monday, 51 years old. So God bless him and his family. Um, NFL fans already know Marius Thomas who passed away at uh, 33 years old. Um, passed. Thursday, you know, Super Bowl champ, five-time Pro Bowler. You know, I want to send our well wishes and uh, condolences to his friends, family, teammates, you know, everyone who um, crossed paths with him. And also, Michael Nesmith, who passed away on Friday. Uh, 
Oh, actually, that's my guy um, from the Monkees. Uh, is this is like a real niche type thing? <laughs> a lot of people would have never. But it's a show called The Monkees. Had like two seasons. It's like a fake Beatles, but it was like a song. You know, it was a TV show. Wrote the song "I'm a Believer," "Daydream Believer." If you never heard of it, Google it. Good music. Um, you know, Shoney, Like I said, Shoney lasted two seasons. Michael Nesbitt passed away on Friday. Just want to send our condolences to him and his family also. Yeah, and want to send out condolences and uh, well wishes to Anne Rice's family. Anne Rice, the author of Interview with a Vampire mm-hmm. and the Vampire Lestat Chronicles. She passed away yesterday at the age of 80. She sure did not end on a good note. Hey, what's on the radar? <laughs> um, on the radar... Uh... Matrix, maybe? No, of course not. Yo, did did you get the Matrix movie? No, I told no, you no, I'll no. give you give you. Come uh, on, I was looking at this uh, elite basketball where they're 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 paying high school players. They're starting a league. I believe it's twenty seven high schoolers, three teams. You know, I believe somewhere in Georgia. Yeah, that that's on my radar to see how that works out. It's basically a pro league for high school age students where they, you know, they take classes, they they get room and board, and they. You know, as as, as well as to pay for it. People, bri- I just handed bribe me to bri- I, watch I just, the Matrix. I just handed P the money to pay for the Matrix movie on Amazon. Uh, I gave him the fourteen dollars. So, the movie cost. There it goes, right on the air. For our listeners, you know my thoughts are Keanu Reeves, so obviously Mo can't pay me to watch that movie, but maybe I I can binge watch it one of these days. We'll see. That's Keanu Reeves. What's on my radar? Matrix 4 Resurrections, December 22nd. I'm there. I'm there. It's happening. And some way, somehow, I'm going to get my man P to watch at least one Matrix movie. Please, guys, hit us up on social media. Let my man P know that he has to to watch this Matrix movie. We we need a fifth Instagram. Somebody... Tell me, like, one good reason why I should try to even watch this. Like, it's little. Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or email us at we need a fifth at gmail.com. P, you got anything else? That's it. We out. Yep. Hey, we know you could be anywhere listening to anyone. And we want to thank you for choosing to be with us. You made it this far. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and hit that notification bell so you can stay in the discussion when new shows hit. Okay, to all our fifths, our audience, stay safe, stay ready, and God bless. We out. Yo, we need a fifth.